to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they want to be. I am your host, Derek Malinzak, and this is episode 61 of the podcast. Oh, as you can tell with that introduction, I am very fucking excited to be back here today in 2017. Welcome back, everybody, to the College Student Success Podcast. This is a podcast where, if you are brand new, uh, we this is a good time for you to join up. Uh, every semester, typically the spring and college semesters that coincide with a... Uh, a typical academic calendar. So uh, a lot of schools are starting up either last week or this week with their spring semester. We all come together here with people who have various different mental health challenges or issues or concerns, things like depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, OCD, PTSD, all these Ds, SDs, PTD. Yeah, a lot of acronyms in there. So if you're not sure what they mean, Google is your friend. Um, any kind of mental health issues, whether you are, you know, somebody that has a diagnosis or you maybe don't have a diagnosis, but just identify as somebody that is in recovery. Um, whoever you are, whatever your issue or problem, we are happy to have you here. Uh, and anyone who wants to join us is is willing and, and can and wants to set a goal. That's what we do here. So today is going to be about setting a goal and we're going to get some inspiration related to an interview I have to bring you today. Um, so uh, yeah, welcome back. Um, I had a fantastic break in between uh, seasons of the podcast. So I wrapped up uh, right around the beginning of December and took about five or six weeks off. And it feels good. I was talking about it at the end of the semester that it's like, oh, I really need these this time to kind of recharge my batteries because um, it's a grind. You know, anything is a grind, but um, even stuff you love. So it's, it's good to kind of take a break and recharge your batteries and remember why you love doing it. And all of those things happened for me this semester. I spent a lot of time with my family. I spent a lot of downtime not really doing anything. I visited family. I saw the band Fish. I, oh, it's been great. Uh, and it was definitely time at the end of that to, you know, get back to work. And I was really excited to get back to work. And in the, in the beginning of the uh, time, it was like sort of the end of my break into the beginning of my return to work. I was starting to feel a little like anxious and even a little depressed. Like, and it wasn't like I wasn't dreading the semester or anything. I was just like, I don't know. I was in this like weird transition. And, uh, you know, went back to work last week and, and got back into the swing of things and had a, a slew of good things happen, actually. And it's got me energized and back feeling like I feel like I should be um, excited about the start of the semester. It's, it's a new semester for people that may have had a hard time last semester. Hey, it's OK. Blank slate. Right. Um, so start off strong. Uh, work on, you know, getting yourself organized for the semester if you are not already and, uh, you know, just stay on top of shit in the beginning. You know, it starts off fairly easy most most semesters and then accelerates quickly. So one of my tricks is not getting behind. Uh, and that was a big help in making helping me manage everything last semester. So with that, uh, I'm going to have a bunch of announcements and kind of talk about the plans for this semester, um, what's new on the podcast, what you can look forward to. Uh, and then we'll talk about goals, and uh, I'm just going to quickly review some of the goals I've set, 
uh, to give people inspiration if they're kind of not sure what type of goal they'd like to set. Um, and then I'm going to bring you an interview. Um, so let's get into it. So this semester, spring 2017, I am formally calling the semester of wellness. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with wellness, it is a term that is, is generally applied to talk about all of the different strategies that are involved in making your whole person healthy. Um, so we consider wellness, we have um, a variety of different elements involved in that. Um, physical wellness is a big one, right? It's this idea of the connection between the mind body and that if you want to be feeling good mentally, you need to be in good condition physically, right? And so a lot of time the focus is paid when we think about wellness to physical wellness and things like, you know, making sure you get exercise and eat well and see a doctor, a medical doctor regularly. And um, all these things I think about when I think of wellness strategies in the physical dimension. But there are actually a number of dimensions. There are eight dimensions. Um, and I'm going to refer you to a, um, a picture that is enclosed with the show notes for today that shows you sort of the wellness wheel. And you can see all the other dimensions. I've actually done, I believe, a podcast episode on it in the past. Um, this semester is going to be all about wellness. And it won't just be physical wellness. It'll be sort of all of the dimensions. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to do my first um, sort of a series of podcasts. I've never done this before, but I'm really excited to. Uh, I kind of hinted at this, I believe, at the in the episode 60 at the uh, end of last semester that I I was a little starved for ideas at, at, a, at a time during uh, last season. And I really don't want that to happen. I, it was fine. I managed it because I, I've, I've been in that position before. It's sort of like a, a writer's block, but it's cool. I know how to get through it. And it wasn't a big deal, but I really, I feel like in some ways my, the quality of the podcast suffered a little, and I don't want that to happen. So a part of that, I was like, let me try and do like a series so I, I have at least, you know, four, five, six topics that are sort of outlined that will work together. And so it won't be starting today. It actually will be starting on February 8th. We're going to do a wrap for, wrap for students, uh, wrap for college. Um, wrap stands for Wellness Recovery Action Plan. And so what that is is sort of a detailed plan of how you function best in, in the college environment, you know, things that keep you well, uh, and also the different aspects of areas when you're not doing well. So we t we'll talk about um, wellness strategies. We'll talk about warning signs, triggers. You know, there's a, a list of them, and I'll include those in the show notes as well. Um, so you could look forward to that. It will be a five-part series. Uh, I won't do them all in a row. I'm not going to do one, two, three, four, five, because I think that people might get a little tired, so they'll need a break. Um, so I'm going to, my plan right now is I'm going to start the season, do a few interviews and I'll talk about those in a little while and then we'll get into the, uh, wrap plan. And so what I'll do is in, I'll include a template for you to print up if you want to complete this with us, um, in the next few weeks and you can print it up or you could type into the document. Hopefully I'll have to look into that. And you can kind of follow along. Like we'll talk about each area and then your assignment will be to 
do it. And I will be doing it as well. So I'm excited to, uh, to share in that with you guys. So look for that this semester, RAP for College, uh, Wellness Recovery Action Planning. A good thing about RAP is it basically is something you do when you're, when you're feeling pretty well and on top of things. And it is a guide to help you when you're not doing well. So it's a very individualized plan, you know, tailored to your specific needs and also the things that you specifically don't want when it comes to your treatment or your rehabilitation or your recovery. So uh, looking forward to delivering that to you. Um, So also want to go through some of the things that are new this season on the podcast. I have a number of them and I'm excited to tell you about them. Um... One thing I did over the uh, holiday break that I was pretty excited about was I cleaned out my podcast studio slash walk-in closet, and I will be attaching a picture for you guys to kind of see where I'm working from. There are you, right? There I am. Hi. Um, If you're taking a look at the picture now. Uh, Yeah, this is my wife's closet that I've sort of commandeered, I'd say, oh, about 30 to 40% of the space. And I cleaned it out and basically kind of reworked it. I have a little table area and I sit my laptop on there and I have my uh, microphone. Um, I also purchased some soundproofing, uh, sound foam, um, and put that up so you could see that in the background. That's that gray stuff that you see in like recording studios. And it's just meant to give you a, a softer sound. So I hope you can hear it in the softness of my voice. How wonderful it sounds in here, right? <laughs> um, I also want to bring you better editing. Um, so I want the, the podcast to just sound better after the fact, after it's recorded. And to do that, I got a really nice set of studio headphones that my brother recommended for me. And it really just helps when I'm um, editing the podcast after the fact to help to be able to detect sounds and hear the, the best, you know, how what the, the podcast should sound like in optimal quality um, so that I can make any kind of um, alterations or changes. I'm still learning, but I think just, you know, the more I do it, um, the more experience I get, definitely doing a podcast for, for work as well, um, you know, just gave me even more experience than just what I do here for the College Student Success Podcast. So I hope that the editing experience is better and, and I have some, some tools that I'm excited to use. I Let's see, something new. This isn't really new, but I, I, I really want to continue to bring you awesome, awesome guests um, of a wide variety. Uh, so I, I've talked about you know wanting college students and actually my guest today is a college student. Excited to, to bring her on in a few minutes. Um, but I have some awesome, like, um, well or more well-known people in the field that I'm going to be um, talking about. And it's really, you know, talking with these people in the last month, because I've actually gotten some interviews already, um, all queued up for you guys, is really opened my mind to who I could possibly, you know, invite on the podcast in the future. And I'm starting to reach out for, for bigger and, and better names. So if you have somebody that you think would be a great person to interview, uh, send it to me. Uh, send me an email, college student success podcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at me, and I will include my Twitter handle in the uh, show notes. I've been trying to use Twitter a little bit more because it's helped me in finding uh, people involved in the uh, in the advocacy area of college mental health. Uh, so awesome guests um, continue to come onto the podcast, and I'll talk a little bit about them at the end, who I have uh, lined up for you. A little teaser there. 
Um, I want to try and bring more value. So that's another goal I have uh, starting with today. Normally, my first episode back, I kind of take it easy. I'm like, oh, we'll just talk about goal setting. I'll talk about some strategies and um, I could do better, guys. So I, I'm determined to do that. And so I have an interview for you today and in, in, a, in a way, in a, an attempt to bring you as much value as possible um, in addition to kind of the introduction and the stuff we normally do on the first episode back, our goal setting and our review. Um, I have an interview for you today as well. So I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, I'm going to try and mix it up in the music area a little bit more. So I've been kind of sticking pretty closely to the same intro and outro music, which I I enjoy. It's from a friend of mine. Um, But I want to bring you some other stuff that sort of maybe relates to the podcast content. Uh, So I might find a song that really relates if we're talking about a specific topic and I have something that um, I just feel goes well. Or it just might be a song related to how I feel that particular day. And uh, that will be the song I leave you with today. Um, We started up today with the outro song, the typical outro song. And that's just, uh, you know, a sign of things to come. Never know what's going to happen here on the College Student Success Podcast. Um, That being said, I do want people to kind of be aware of what the schedule is like. yeah, I like podcasts a lot, as I've talked about. One of the things that irks me is when podcasters just take hiatuses and don't really announce it ahead of time or put out a post or an email or something to kind of let me know, like, hey, I'm taking a break, but I'll be back. Um, these people, and, you know, this is their prerogative. It's their podcast. But I, I like regularity when I listen, um, and especially this podcast because it's focused on goals. Um, and I think it's important to kind of have a regular checking in. Um, I've been sort of hypersensitive to being consistent with putting podcasts out on a regular basis. Um, that means when it's running, when the season is going, you know, every week and not missing a week and also trying to stick to around the same day of the week as well. And I think I've done a pretty good job of that. Um, This semester, uh, two changes from the previous semesters. Uh, You can expect episodes on Wednesdays of this uh, semester. Last year, I was trying to stick to Tuesdays. And it just works better for me this year with my schedule the way it is, uh, my teaching schedule. And I'm also a student, I'm a PhD student. we're releasing them on Wednesdays is going to work better for me. So you can see as you know, you see today it's coming out on Wednesday, the first episode back in 2017. Uh, you should look for future episodes on Wednesdays as well. Uh, that being said, I am going to be observing the unofficial holiday in the spring semester of college of spring break. <laughs> um, there will be a spring break this semester uh, and there will not be a podcast the week of March 6th. Um, so the actual day it would normally come is March 8th. That's the Wednesday of that week, but there will be no podcast that week as I am taking spring break and we'll be, uh, down in Florida. Um, I'll tell you guys more about that as it gets closer. So I typically don't skip weeks, but, um, this week, this semester I will just to kind of kick back and enjoy some time, uh, with my brother. So that being said, let's talk about some goals real quick. Um, I thought it'd be fun to just quickly review my past goals from the previous podcast seasons, Uh, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what I've worked on and what I've been able to achieve, Uh, may give you some ideas of what you want to work on. So 
you know, some of them have just been like, I got to get through something, right? The first one was just getting through the first season of the podcast and, and doing doing what it took because it was brand new to me and I didn't know if I was going to make it. And I was really determined if and if it faded out after that time that I, I, I did try it for an entire semester and that I didn't give up before then. And I succeeded with that. I actually was, I don't know how I did it thinking back. I, I put out two episodes a week that first semester. So uh, we're on episode 61. Uh, this Today's episode 61, but the first 30 came in, the, in that first semester, which is, uh, looking back, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, those, I'm not actually proud of the quality of those episodes, those first 30. Um, I don't feel like I put in as much effort, uh, in some ways in prep in preparation. And that's probably why I scaled back. Well, I know it is to one a week so that I can kind of devote more time and resources and, and do a better quality product. But doing two a week really helped kind of with the learning curve in that I, I kind of doubled up on my production. So I figured out some of the mistakes that I made earlier and uh, really was able to correct them for future semesters in terms of like editing and, and sound quality and stuff. So, um, yeah, that was a big one for me. And, and it's kind of set the tone for the success of the podcast moving forward. And then in the spring of 2016, so about a year ago, I my goal was to build uh, my first online course. And that was actually the biggest goal that I've achieved out of the, the three that I've done um, because that was a lot of fucking work. And um, I'm really, I'm proud of it. And But at the same time, it, as being it being my first course, I also look back and I'm like, ah, this is kind of crappy, <laughs> um, which I think a lot of people think, you know, if they become better at things and they look back at their first, um, their first song they wrote or their first, um, you know, video that they edited or something, you know, it's usually they look back five years later, 10 years later, and like, oh, that was kind of crappy. I've gotten so much better since then. Um, but, you know, it's probably still holds a special place in your heart and you would not have been able to get to the level that you're at now, you know, a level of proficiency or even excellence without putting it out there and, and having us, you know, what you think at the time is probably pretty good, but at later on looking back, it's like, ah, eh, you know, I didn't know how to do this yet or anything, but that's how you figure that shit out. So, um, I'm really proud of achieving that goal. It did not happen right. It did not happen at the end of the semester. It ended up taking me about an, another month longer than I had hoped, but, um, I'm, I'm still happy regardless. And then, um, in the past semester, the fall one, my goal was to adjust and do well in grad school. So as I mentioned, I'm a PhD student at, at Rutgers in addition to teaching there. And um, the first time I tried to be a PhD student and work in the department about three years ago, it was not uh, a success. Um, I did well in the course, but I just didn't do well mentally. And it, it was like really caused me to kind of question whether or not that was something I was cut out for. And uh, I had a little bit of hesitation going into the semester, especially doing the podcast as well, in addition to teaching and, and taking a class. But I, I had learned some things and I had some resources that I didn't have that first time. And it has uh, it definitely helped. I feel like I achieved that goal. I did well. I, I got an A in the class. Uh, so I'm happy about that, and um, it set me up to do, you know, continue into this semester. I'm taking one course again, and I'm teaching as well, and I feel good about that. Um, and so my goal for this season is to, I haven't really fine-tuned it exactly. We'll talk about SMART goals here right at the end. 
but uh, I want to improve my wellness in two dimensions, two areas. Um, physically, I want to improve. Uh, I just want to get more. I would like to exercise more is really the goal. Um, I got into exercising uh, the end of 2016, like right around September, October, doing like plank exercises and stuff. And they've helped a lot in terms of just making me feel, you know, better overall. Uh, and now I've sort of plateaued. I'm sort of like, eh, there's other things I want to do. So I'll talk about those as we go on. But that's one area. And then my, in so, my social dimension as well. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, but I just kind of feel like I want to improve my 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 sociability. I want to either make make more friends, or just um, yeah, spend more time in social settings. I don't know really. No, I just find myself I'm pretty introverted. I think, and um, it, it suits me. But I, at the same time, I think that I can um, push myself to be a more social person. And I have to kind of define for myself what that means to me um, because it, it means different things to different people. And I'll come back to you, with you uh, next week and kind of talk about that. Um, so, yeah, that's my goal is kind of to improve my wellness in the physical and social dimensions. Um, but I'm going to have some more specifics of how I want to do that, you know, in, in next week and in the, in the upcoming weeks. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to tackle those things. Uh, so... All right, let's get into our interview now. So I am bringing you uh, Miss Gabby Frost, who runs something called The Buddy Project. And I am—I uh, saw this, I found her on Twitter, and I was just blown away at this. I'm going to just read uh, on her website, buddyproject.org, their mission. Um, their mission is making friendships and saving lives one buddy at a time. Buddy Project is a nonprofit movement that aims to prevent suicide and self-harm by pairing people as buddies and raising awareness for mental health. We will primarily focus on children, teens, and young adults across the globe by providing positivity, companionship, resources, and education in order to reduce the stigma of mental illness, bullying, and negativity on social media. By introducing these concepts at an early age, we hope to promote empathy, compassion, and awareness of mental health issues. And they are, Buddy Project is a 501c3 organization that supports behavioral health facilities and mental health research organizations. Um, as of December 13th of last year, 2016, over 158,000 people have signed up to receive a buddy. Uh, that's fucking amazing. Um, and, you know, when you hear the interview with Gabby, I think you'll, you'll see what, you know, makes it so amazing um, in talking with her. So, without further ado, Gabby, welcome to the College Student Success Podcast. Okay, we are here today, and I am going to be interviewing Gabby Frost, who runs a um, really cool project I came across uh, over the winter break called The Buddy Project. Uh, Gabby, welcome to the show today. Thanks. I, uh, glad to be on the show. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on. And I'm really excited to have our listeners, um, basically who are people with, you know, college students with mental health issues, um, talk about the Buddy Project. So if you could maybe just explain a little bit about what it is and how you came up with the idea for the Buddy Project. So Buddy Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. I founded it back in April 2013 and it didn't become a nonprofit until last December. 
So we've been kind of new to being a nonprofit, but for the past like four years, we've been pairing people as buddies and we do that based on interest and similar age ranges. So I came up with the idea to start Buddy Project because I had a lot of friends both online and in school that were going through mental health problems such as mental illness, suicidal thoughts, and self-harm. So I thought that giving people a friend that they could have would be a very great way to help them either seek the professional help they needed or just give them peer support that would make them feel maybe a little bit stronger to get past anything they're going through. Yeah, that's really awesome. I as I was listening to you describe it, I'm going to expose my age a little here, but I'm a, I'm 38, so I'm not that old, I don't think. But uh, I we had like pen pals, you know, before the internet really got going. Um, that you know, services. I, I remember one we did it as part of a school project in like middle school when the Gulf War was going on, and they had like you could write to a soldier, and they they would write back to you, or you know they would you know make connections with schools in different countries, and but it was always you know snail mail. Um, but it kind of is like that in the in the internet age. I think it's so cool to kind of pair people not only with the common interests. Um, but just, you know, kind of surrounding the fact of like, it seems like inclusiveness and, and, you know, um, being aware that, you know, people have mental health issues and it's not so bad when you know somebody else that's going through similar things. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, I've tried to make it so that it's basically anyone can sign up for a buddy that that aspect isn't just like only for people that have mental illness or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, just if you want a friend, you don't necessarily have to have a mental illness. I want it to be kind of like getting a friend because a lot of times I, and I definitely relate with this. Some of the interests I have, like people that are in my school or around my area don't really like that Mm -hmm. or they don't know what it is. So enable to, for, for me to be able to find someone that likes that interest it's like you have to go online to find them so it makes that a lot easier for some people that might have interests that aren't as big as some others yeah yeah that's really cool i'm glad you made the distinction too that it's not just for people that that may be going through mental health problems um because actually one of the questions i i had that i forgot to put on my list for you was like is there like an age range and like you know somebody myself i'm 38 could i get a buddy or is there like a cutoff <laughs> there's only a age minimum of 13 just because like on the internet i forget what the like i don't know if it's like a law but it's like a rule on a lot of websites like if you're under 13 you can't like be on that site mm-hmm. technically and i know twitter it's like easier to get by on that but I just I feel like for the safety of kids, mm-hmm. thirteen should be like the minimum age. So we used to have like a cutoff age just because we would get like one sign up over like twenty five per update, but now it's gotten to be better. So people over twenty five can sign up, but a lot of the times we don't get like a matching interest with the people over that age. So. It is just paired on an age kind of thing instead mm-hmm. of interests. Yeah, that or makes sense. That 
more people over 25 will start signing up. It's just harder for us because our Twitter and just like Twitter in general is like more targeted at teenagers and young adults. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, I like that you don't restrict it on the, on the high end, you know? (laughs) Um, so you are a college student, correct? Yes. Um, awesome. So, it must be uh, a challenge, I would imagine, juggling, you know, being a college student um, and running a nonprofit as a CEO. Um, so I'm interested if you could talk about some of the strategies that have helped you, you know, be as productive as you can be in, in terms of uh, your academics, but at the same time running this organization. I've only gone through one quarter as a college student, so uh-huh. at my school, I go to Drexel University in Philly and it's a little bit like faster paced because instead of doing two semesters we have three quarters and it's still 30 weeks of being in class except it's 10 weeks instead of 15 okay but with my major I mean for a lot of majors when you start off like freshman year it's a little bit easy like course coursework wise and this quarter wasn't too bad and I was able to juggle that pretty well. I had a lot of free time on the weekends. Um, my only activity really right now is being in a sorority and that doesn't take up that much time too. Mm-hmm. So just having like an easy course, course load and not being in a lot of activities and just having free time has helped because I see myself on buddy projects a lot of the time when I have free time when I'm like not really doing anything. Yeah. I wonder too, if you could ever use the buddy project for school assignments or if you've thought about that at all to kind of blend the two a little bit. Cause I imagine there's some potential there depending on what your major is, of course. Yeah. So my major is music industry mm-hmm. and, um, we have two concentrations, one's tech and the other's business, which I plan to be on. So I want to kind of like intertwine my nonprofit career with like an actual job in the industry. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to like do stuff with celebrities dealing with, um, I want to probably go into like PR marketing and then from there try to like work on celebrities doing things with nonprofits and just anything like social good wise. But right now I haven't really been able to have any classes where I can like basically work on buddy project as a class. Okay. I know that my, my college has social entrepreneurship, like as a minor in one of the other schools. And I'm looking to maybe do that mm-hmm. as a minor, but I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. It's a nice transition into my next question because I, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, this idea that I think in today's day and age, it's the, the, the standard of a, a bachelor's isn't always enough, depending on the major, to, to make you helpfully stand out, you know, amongst a crowd of people with similar bachelors. Uh, and so having that extra thing that sort of sets you apart, in, in this case, this this nonprofit that uh, 
is just like it seems like looking at your Twitter just positively affected so many people. Um, really does kind of whether you intended it or not really help boost you as as a, as a brandable person in terms of like trying to get into that industry and having something that's like yeah I did this and um, it. it I don't know. It just makes you stand out. And if I were hiring, you know, amongst the sea of, you know, people for the music industry, I would definitely put a lot more stock into your resume. Um, what do you, what, what do you see um, in terms of, or, or what led you in that direction in terms of the connection between your entrepreneurial passion or, or an extracurricular activity at this point? Uh, it does. And if it, I st- say entrepreneur, just because, um, I think of that as more extracurricular. It doesn't necessarily in my world mean, you know, making a ton of money or any money. Um, but um, do they intertwine or do you see them intertwining in the future? Because you already answered the question of have they intertwined? You said not yet. Um, but what potential do you see in terms of kind of leveraging um, the Buddy Project into um, something that might help you further your career? What led me to want to be in the music industry was kind of the same as to what led me to create Buddy Project and have it be successful. So I used to be one of those fangirls. I loved Justin Bieber, One Direction, and all these other like YouTube people and people I just I don't even like know what they're doing now. But um, just like being on Twitter and having that community of other girls and even guys that had the same interest as me really helped me out in middle school because a lot of people like I wasn't bullied I was just like very lightly teased I guess about liking Justin Bieber and One Direction that much Mm -hmm. I would like have pictures of them on my binder and always like be posting about them on Facebook and I don't know people weren't like I, I don't take it it wasn't bullying but I just felt like I had no one to relate to so I I went on social media and I actually recently like finally remembered what led me to that. And it was Justin Bieber's documentary because I saw him go on Twitter and he was like replying to fans. And I was like, oh, I want to be noticed by Justin Bieber. (laughs) So did you get there? Yeah, I actually did. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it's like I just find it weird to think that I started it off wanting to be noticed by people and kind of like see what celebrities were up to. And it led me to creating a nonprofit because honestly, without Twitter, I feel like I would have never gotten the idea. And now I want to go into the industry so that I can improve the relationship between like fans and the artist and things of that nature. Because I feel like when I was a fangirl that some of the times there wasn't like the best relationship between like m- like me and other fans and like Justin Bieber and I just feel like a lot of the times since the industry right now is more of a male dominated field that having like girls come in would help it since a lot of the times with some music it's more than often it's girls that are the majority of the fans especially on social media yeah yeah, I love that answer because it it talks it talks 
it speaks to what I talk about a little. It's just like pursuing your your interests and, and your your passions with curiosity. And and they, like you said, started out with Justin Bieber in One Direction, and who would you you never would have expected that it would have led to what it led to. But that's you, nobody could predict that. So it's just good. Yeah, whatever you do, I think to do it with gusto. And I just uh, that's so awesome. Um, so with the buddy project and in general, um, in your own life, what are some goals you're working on? We're, we're big on, in goals, uh, into goals on the show. Um, we really structure the each, uh, season of the podcast to kind of reflect, uh, you know, starting in the beginning with setting everybody kind of setting a goal and then hopefully learning strategies and getting support along the way to achieve that goal by the end of the semester. What are you working on, uh, for 2017? I want to create a, an app for buddy projects so that pairing buddies could be quicker and more accessible. So right now I manually pair the buddies, which is it's not that too time-consuming just because I've been doing it for like four years almost. But it's just having them like be automatically paired and having um, – giving people more of a choice as to who their buddy is just because a lot of the times it's more about like personality aspects and just things that people don't see when they get paired that lead to like conflict or just them not really getting along. So I feel like being able to kind of have like a, like a tinder aspect to it like like saying if you would like to be this person's buddy or you would not like to be that person's buddy would kind of help and having them like set up a profile so they can say oh yeah like i'm gabby i like justin bieber in one direction and i'm like 19 or something like that just having more information out there like people can put as much as they want though i'm not gonna ask them to put like a lot out, mm-hmm. but giving enough info so that people can kind of see a little more to that than just being randomly paired necessarily. Seems, seems awesome. Um, so how are you going about doing that? Getting, uh, building an app? Uh, we started fundraising to get an app rolling and we first started off with a booster campaign. So boosters run by custom ink and you can make a campaign and sell shirts. And once you hit your shirt minimum, you get a certain amount of money per shirt or like crew neck or sweatshirt or whatever kind of shirt sold and people can directly donate. So in the first one, we raised a thousand dollars. And then after that, we set up a CrowdRise campaign, which is a crowdfunding site. And we've been able to raise, uh, I think, around 2500 ish on that. And we also received grants and things like that to go towards making an app as well. Wow, awesome. Um, that is, I mean, I like how you, you kind of attack it from different angles. Um, just one quick question. You, you said it, you made reference to it a few times uh the idea of we, how many people are, in, are involved in this project other than yourself? Is it a large network of people or in terms of it's running really, it? We have a board of directors and everything mm-hmm. and it's mainly me and my mom and then my aunt and my cousin are on our board of directors too. But it's mainly me and my mom are just are discussing things and she's really been like the biggest help 
especially financially, because uh, that's like probably the one thing I don't do anything on because I don't really understand it that well. And my mom is in um, accounting and she actually works for like a nonprofit. So that has definitely helped me out very like just a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. That's so awesome that, I mean, you have the support of your family, but you, you know, you, that is the that is the uh, company at this point. I mean, that's how most successful companies start. I would imagine, you know, it's just that tight knit group of people that really believe in you and what you're what you're doing. So that's awesome. Um, so I have just a couple of questions left. Just want to thank you again for being on the uh, on the podcast and taking the time. Question I um, I ask all of our guests um, is just in the realm of. You know, advice. Um, what advice would you give to college students? Because I, I see through Twitter that you you do you have your ear to the ground when it comes to you know what people are talking about um, in in terms of people your age that might be going through mental health issues or, or struggling to achieve the goals that are really important to them. What I do with my goals is I kind of like I realize it might take time to achieve them and I say like oh yeah like that's fine like just take as much time as you need because I feel like a lot of the times people set goals and expect them to immediately be kind of achieved and just getting help on your goals is not a problem either a lot of people want to do things alone and I feel like getting help of others can definitely help and it can make it go by quicker and get achieved faster but a lot of the times it's more about confidence and knowing that you can achieve that goal. And when I'm talking to people like my parents, my boyfriend, my family, and I talk about the future and I'm like, oh yeah, like if I'm ever successful one day and I just kind of say like, oh, I know I'm going to be successful. Like it's better to say that these things are going to happen and that your goals will be achieved so that you have more confidence inside of yourself and that you keep believing it so that it does come true kind of thing. So just like putting yourself in that mentality really helps. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like what you said too, about just kind of being realistic when it comes to the time frames, and you can't express, expect immediate success in any kind of endeavor that requires a lot of work. And, um, you know, that's okay. You know, I, I had to learn that as well when doing this podcast in the first, you know, first, you know, 20 or 30 episodes. It's just crap now when I look back. <laughs> and it's just like, but you, you can't get to being better and getting better guests and, and having more listeners if you don't learn along the way and put in the in the effort. And, uh, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. And it, it, it speaks to the fact that when you have – when you set more realistic goals – um, the, you can experience success much easier. And that really does, at least for me, and it sounds like for you too, really propel you to, to kind of want to do more. So yeah, great. Um, thank you so much, Gabby, for coming on the College Student Success Podcast. Where can people learn more about you and the Buddy Project? You can look up anything relating to Buddy Project on Buddy Pro or it's buddyproject.org, but in between the Buddy and Project, there's a dash so buddy-project.org got it yeah okay and if you go on the website there is a kind of like meet the founder um tab to it and it has a little more information about me and just 
if you want to know anything about Body Project, you can just go on the site and a lot of stuff is answered. But if there's any questions people might have that aren't on the site, then you can just email me. I think there's a contact form somewhere on the site. Or you can just email me directly, Gabby at buddyproject.org. Awesome. And on Twitter? On Twitter, Buddy Project's Twitter is Project Buddy because someone has Buddy Project. So <laughs> that confuses people yeah. a little bit with like the name. And then my personal Twitter is Gabby underscore Frost. Okay. And I guess it's through the website that people can sign up? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much again for coming on the show today, Gabby. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I really enjoyed being on the show. Thank you so much. No problem. And we are back. And thank you very much to Gabby for coming on and uh, giving us that interview. And I encourage people to, uh, to sign up. Check out the links I provide in the show notes today. I have the... Um, website for the buddy project i have the twitter feeds for the buddy project as well as gabby and i have their uh crowd rise website address where you can if you're interested in helping out donate uh to build an app to make it easier to match people through for the buddy project i actually made a donation uh at the end of the year so um good luck to you at gabby i hope you do well and continue to do well and um I'll be, you know, continuing to follow you. Uh, so this week, uh, our home exercise, as we have every week, is just kind of a, a little thing that I ask people to do. It's not obviously required to be a listener. Uh, I won't be um, asking for you to send in your checklists of you achieving these uh, these exercises every week. I hesitate to call them homework because I don't want people to have a negative impression of them. Um, but they're just things that I sort of relate to the topic that we discuss. And um, this topic just relates to, you know, my area of interest, you know, the social area of wellness. Um, I don't know if I'll sign up for a buddy. I I might. But, um, you know, it got me thinking into other ways that I could sort of, I don't know, at my advanced age of 38, you know, um, it's not as easy for older people to make friends. (laughs) Um, So make them now when you're young, if you can. Um, but this week, I want you guys, if you can, set a goal. You know, this if you don't do any of the other home exercises, at least try and do this one. Set a goal that has a, an approximate completion date in your mind. You're thinking, you know, this is something I could achieve in the next, like, three or four months, uh, which then kind of coincides or lines up nicely with the end of the semester. And you could feel like, ah, yeah, at the end of 15 weeks, not only did I, you know, whatever, get through the semester, hopefully excel, um, but I also did this thing for myself. Um, you might relate it to wellness, uh, like I am doing, and you can kind of think about the eight dimensions. Again, there is a um, pictorial included in the show notes for today. Uh, if you'd like, if not, that's great too. Uh, it just has to be something that really matters to you, something you really want to fucking do, right? Uh, and try and make it a smart goal. <laughs> um I feel like that's kind of passe in a sense, but it really does still hold true in terms of making a goal something that will actually benefit you and not something that's just setting you up for failure. So if you don't know what SMART means, it's an acronym for specific, make the goal specific. That's a problem with my current goal. It's not specific enough, and that's why I want to work on it. Measurable, um, you know, this is up to you. I I think of the term like uh, the goal of somebody being like, I want to feel less depressed. 
and that's not really like measurable. Um, and it would be easier to say, you know, I want to, I want to wake up or, you know, I want to have fewer days where I am, you know, so down in the dumps, I can't leave the house, you know, and, and work on that based on what, you know, your current, whatever you're currently at, um, in terms of improvement, make the goal attainable. Um, I was looking at smart, you know, and looking at the, the acronym and attainable and realistic are, are very much the same things. Um, sometimes smart goals, the A is agreed upon. And that would be if uh, I guess you're making a goal with somebody else, but you don't have to agree with anybody on this goal except for yourself. So I like attainable better. So I'm going to use R, I'm going to use relevant, you know, make it relevant to something that matters to you. Um, not something that matters to your parents or not something that just like, eh, I could just set this goal because it'll be easy to, for me to achieve and I'll feel good about myself. I want people feeling good about themselves. Don't get me wrong, but I want people to sort of like challenge themselves, right? That's why I'm doing this is, you know, it's so hard to kind of stay on topic and so hard to kind of sometimes be accountable to just yourself. That if you know there's other people out there setting goals that might be struggling with similar things that you might be, you know, depression or anxiety or, you know, whatever it is, um, it might just make you feel a little bit better knowing there's other people out there that are working on shit too. And it might just propel you to kind of, you know, do that extra thing today that you weren't going to do, but now you're going to do because you'll feel a lot better afterwards and you just might achieve that goal and it'll feel fucking good when you do it, right? And then time limited, you know, I set the time limit of, you know, three to four months. You know, if you achieve it earlier, great. Maybe you have time to set and achieve another one. Awesome. Um, maybe it's a longer term goal. It's something you want to do in a year from over next year and you're just taking a piece or a chunk of that goal and you're setting that for the next three months. You know, whatever you want to do, I'm very flexible on this because, you know, it is all about you guys. Um, but set that goal this week. Um, and uh, that really is it. Um, so that being said, thank you all for sticking with me over this holiday break as I recharged and uh, reset. Uh, I do want to, again, uh, issue a call to students specifically students out there that uh, college students that may be having some mental health issues or may have had them in the past that are entrepreneurs, um, people like Gabby, you know, that are, have something that they're looking maybe to possibly promote. Um, I really am, you know, into the advocacy, the mental health stuff. But even if it's something you've sort of built for yourself, you know, that you're trying to, to pimp, um, and it relates to, you know, you, you, your college experience, um, issues you faced with mental health, um, or your goals that you've achieved and strategies you've learned and how to achieve them. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to have you on the show. Um, I'm, I met somebody, uh, over the phone last week that I'm going to be, um, potentially helping or working with. Um, that's big into this entrepreneurship for people with psych disabilities as well. And I'm excited to work with her. So um, I'll be having her as an interview guest uh, coming up. But uh, I'm very excited in the next two weeks to bring you two amazing interviews um, of women in recovery that uh, really inspired me. Uh, so next week, we're going to have Dr. Patricia Deegan on. Uh, and you will hear a lot more about who she is next week. Uh, so that is going to be on January 25th. And then the following week, uh, February 1st, I'm pleased to announce that I'll be in, uh, posting an interview that I did last week with Ellen Sachs, 
who is a uh, an author and also um, heads up a um, an institute that um, advocates for people with mental illness in terms of uh, you know legal and ethical issues. Uh, she also wrote a book called The Center Cannot Hold, which I uh, happened to read and I'll talk a little bit about in that uh, in that podcast um, in terms of introducing Ellen. But um, both interviews, I was very, very, very um, honored to have them come on uh, and, you know, have them talk and talk about their experiences in college and, and strategies they've used and advice they have for college students that are going through things that's similar to what they went through. So look forward to that. Uh, and really, that's it. I'm excited to be back, guys. I'm going to take you out with uh, a little of a band that I um, love called Nosebleed Island. Uh, this is for you, Joey Pizza Slice. Um, feel good, everybody. Enjoy your semester. Um, think about the things that you're good at and celebrate them. Somewhat dreary January, Get those goals, guys. Talk to you next Dracula, I know you wanna party.